You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Hello and welcome. This is Jazz FM. This is the second podcast in the series of Jazz FM and Friends. Today I have another special guest by the name of Josh. So, um, Josh, how are you this evening, sir? Mate, I'm feeling great. Thank you very much for having me. Um, it's an, both an honour yep. and a privilege, mate. I love You're that. An absolute legend. And to be the second guest after Drew is, is an honour. I love that. Okay. Thank you. Well, obviously, Drew set the standard quite <sighs> yeah. high, didn't he, to begin with? I was, I was thoroughly impressed. If I was listening to that podcast and I didn't know you or Drew... Mm. I would refer to you as seasoned vets in well, my review because, like, you're both natural, and you're both just doing. But the thing is, when you're talking about something that you're passionate about, it's easy. And then most of the time, it weren't really well. Fifty percent of it was music, and fifty percent was just talking about us boys, exactly. our friendships. In a, in, yeah, in a you circle. Know, yeah, so Inside jokes. I think maybe to start off this way, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? The music you like. Can, can you can that. you do that? Of course I can, mate. Go for it, mate. Um, yeah, so I I like all music, but to be honest, and I was thinking about this quite a bit of detail yesterday, and I was like, what was the first? What's my first hip hop like m- m- memory? Mm. I was like, what was the first? And the f- first thing that popped into my head was I don't know if you remember, but DMX. There was a DMX album. It was like Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Okay. I don't know if you remember the album cover. I don't personally. Now, I don't remember any oh. songs off this album, mm. and it came out when I was like seven or eight. Mm. But basically, the front cover is him mm. covered in blood, topless, I'll, just actually, covered in blood. No, no, famous. So you yeah, probably no, no, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. And that was, and I was like, that was the first time. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, right, I want to get, I want to know what what this is about. Mm. And then it was basically one of my friend's older brothers who was like 16, 17, getting into Eminem, DMX, Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, all them. So it's just through osmosis, basically. He was listening to that. We were around there. You sort of want to be cool like the older kids. Oh, you want to fit in, don't you? But also, then also, it's just the music gets you in. Mm. So when you hear the music, you're like, fuck. Without understanding any of the lyrics, any of the cultural references, the, the beat... The way that the melody is, you're just like, wow. I think you're quite similar to me in the fact that you'd want to understand the cultural references. But only as I've got older. Yeah, no, exactly. That's like me. But yeah. Like, yeah, you are like, if I listen to, if I listen to like a piece, like someone's brought out a song and I don't re- understand a reference in it, I'll try and look it up because I'm mm. like, I don't like it. Like, don't like yeah, it. You, it you need to know. Head. But that's good. I think that's good. I think that's like, and that allows people to put more bars in yeah because then it make, makes people want to decipher it and that's like mm. a genius like rap genius come out yeah. see they do all the lyrics which, which is a huge platform now massive so you think now people want to and they what they have you seen what they do when they break down like the rhyming patterns yeah yeah so now it's like obviously when you go back to like early hip hop and it's a not necessarily basic but like the, the form that it was in it was pretty much rhyme well rhyme, I think rhyme, people simple. appreciate it more now there's more craft going into it, you 100%. know? 100%. And I feel like it's just, as it's evolved, it's now to the point where you've got like that Kendrick verse on, is it on Holy Key? Have you heard that? I 
I've so listened like a, to a little bit of Kendrick, but yeah, go for it. Right? So basically, Kendrick and Big Sean mm. did the famous song Control, where Kendrick mm. called out everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah, did of that, course. and then yeah, they basically got back together mm. and did a tune for DJ Khaled on one of DJ Khaled's albums. And you've got to go and listen to Kendrick's verse in it because it, the the way he structures his rhymes is disgusting. I, I think like, I've actually heard Reese talk about this. Honestly, I've never heard, mm. I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. It's just mm. disgusting. It goes on for ages and he's rhyming in three different places. Yeah, this. Yeah, just, I've heard this. And yeah. it's sort of like what Eminem did, but like on crack. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. the way it's evolved, but... Again, we've got sidetracked massively, but... Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like this, this whole kind of podcast is... I'm not a hip-hop expert by no means. No, nor am I. But like, I like what, but, what I like, I know about, I feel like. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I that, that's about. what it's bringing. It's like, every, well, Drew came here and gave his little theme and, you know, his knowledge and what he likes oh, particularly. by the way, shout out Coach Carter, first of oh, all. Of course. And oh, the songs he played, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Even the little uh, junior battle pun, you know. Mate. I feel like that was through me. I, I reckon, felt that, mate. I felt that. Junior yeah. Bowers for me. Well, he's up there. He's up there. Coach Carter, yeah, agree. Probably one of the best ones. Like ever. you know, I, I guess with having guests on the show, I'm also being educated in some hip hop areas that I don't know much about. Exactly. Because mate. I'm, I'm very like, um, some of the guys might know. When I hear an album or a song, that's all I listen to. I still listen to Forest Hills on a regular basis, Mate, which is 2014. Such a, good, nah, such a good album. I will always go back to album and listen in its entirety. You know? It's, it's fantastic. And then it's like, even when you sent over a few songs earlier, so I was like listening to them and thinking, okay, yeah, that artist. And I was like, I'm listening to their album, which is three, four years old, and I haven't moved on to the next one yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. But so I, I always try, and if there's someone that I like and they release mm. a new album, I'll always get round to it at try and get around to it at some point and what this, this is what I love about this kind of second episode is this time I've listened to the tracks a bit more um, and it's like it's made me get out of my comfort zone of listening to newer music because exactly. if I'm, if I'm honest all of these all of these pretty much all of these songs were dropped over lockdown yeah exactly. well do you want to introduce the theme oh yeah of course yeah, yeah we haven't um, even introduced mate, the theme yet oh, mate how long, mate, how long have been rolling it's, it's fine we're all ah, good we're um, all good yeah so obviously I loved the, I loved I thought about doing the classics, all my favourites, and I thought, obviously we've just come out of lockdown, everyone's going back to work, back in the office, back to school. Mm. Um, and I thought, one of the things that's got me and probably everyone through lockdown has been being able to listen to music, obviously escapism, yep. the blurring of reality, avoiding what is actually happening. Well put. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I, I basically just had a, a, a lockdown playlist a lot of UK on there but we focused on the hip hop side and the R&B side today um, and yeah so I've just picked out eight songs that I've been slapping over lockdown basically and I've, as I said I've been listening to them earlier and I've, I've loved them all um, a couple I've heard once or twice um, and obviously there are a couple of them have strong themes in them because what has happened exactly and I feel I, like I, the over, opening song over lockdown you know doesn't, the opening song doesn't really you don't need to introduce mm. it. You just be like, right, listen mm. to the first song, and it just sums up so well, yeah. basically what's happened over the last six months. Yeah, no, yeah, been, definitely. Been a bit of a bit of a mad one, especially where you had the pandemic, but then obviously you had the other stuff going on. I exactly. mean, I, I don't know how much we're going to go into it, but maybe we'll introduce the we'll song, introduce it, and then we could talk about it after. It could be the next discussion point, you know. I, mate, I'm more than happy with that. So, um, but also, I kind of want to like with Drew coming on last week. Um, if anyone was listening who 
kind of doesn't know our friendship. I just want to kind of explain it a little bit. There's like one group of boys who's um, Marriott's and then we was friends with, it's Chris Selby in it. Essentially Chris Selby's the link. Chris Selby is the link between these two groups of friends. Um, so obviously, like I guess you, Drew, um, Ken, Dan, would that be the, would would that I'd be the link? Me, I'd say me, Drew, and Shavesy. And Shavesy. Yeah, it's basically a, uh, it's basically like a huge forming a conglomerate. It's a conglomerate mm. of just different humans from Stevenage. Basically single, weren't we? Single, handsome, <laughs> uh, and. Looking for love. Looking for love. <laughs> and, and we found it in each other's arms. Exactly. But with a, with, share, with a mutual interest of, of music. Repping a dance floor. Yeah. And loving big beats. And big booty. <laughs> I feel like the bunda was covered. Yeah, yeah, and no, I was covered. You're right. You're definitely and right. I co sign everything that's said. Of course. I think, <laughs> I think there are leaders in that group. Um, I'll, I'll happily say I'm one of them. Big leader. Um, big leader. Mate, lead by example, mate. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. You t- with, when we're this whole Jets FM, mate, you've taken the ball by the horns mm. and there's nothing more attractive for me in a heterosexual yeah. way, I don't mind, um, than a man who decides he wants to do something and does it with minimum fuss and like single-mindedness and just like, let's fucking do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so big up yourself, basically. No, jeez. Obviously, I appreciate it. Like, if you've been listening so far, I mean, we haven't even gone into the songs yet or the <laughs> questions, but I hope you've enjoyed it. You know, just been mainly uh, fraff. Yeah, we've just we've been catching <laughs> up. Fraff. Like, we haven't seen each other for what a couple, couple of weeks, weeks. Um, and then that's what I think is going to be great about this show. It's like where maybe I got distant with some of the boys. It's going to bring us back together a bit, a bit again. I'm you know, always good for a conversation. Um, and then, well, the next plans are I want to start introducing people um, individually, but then in groups of two or twos or threes. Then I want to start filming it too. So hopefully, get your YouTube channel going, mate. I think it's the way forward. You have to do it these days, don't 100%, 100%. you? 100%. So, but right, let's start. I don't, I'm not sure how long we've been speaking for so far, but why don't we go into kind of the first track on the playlist? We're just gonna go for the. We're gonna play the first. Oh well, no, one. no, whatever, whatever track you're feeling to start off. The, I feel uh, like the, 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 the track that's number one on the list. I feel like that's got to be the yeah the one to kick us off. I feel like that sets the tone. Yeah, okay. And um, then that was. Give me two seconds. No, I've got it right here. Right. Look, we're right there. All right, that helps me out a little bit. So we have Anderson Pack with Lockdown. I mean, um, I actually love this guy. He's got the album Malibu, one of my favourite songs, The Birds. He does a dang with Mac Miller, Rest in Peace, and a couple of big tunes with The Game, uh, Stainless and uh, Magnus Coulson. Magnus Coulson, let me tell you, is an absolute fucking banger. Honestly, I think one him of, and The one Game. One of The Game's best songs for me. And, oh, the, oh, mate, the documentary, Documentary 2.5. Oh, so I, I know you love it anyway. Sorry. Then, no, no, that's fine. And then like, I think him and the uh, the game complement each other really Mate, well. So well. And so I, one thing that Drew actually taught me about the game is he's called the game because he likes to mimic other people's flow when he raps with them. Is that real? So if you ever right? listen to a game song with a feature, he all his flow mm. oft oftentimes yeah. will sound similar to the person that he's rapping with. Mm. It's mental and I never noticed it until Drew, Drew pointed it out. Once Drew pointed it out, I can't unhear it. Yeah. So next time you listen to the game, well, it's really, really interesting. You're like, fuck. Well, I guess like when Drew said last week that Jay-Z kind of just compliments other artists. 
The, the game is basically doing that. Yeah, then, exactly. That. By the, the sounds of it, I love the game. Man. The game is so good. We saw we saw the game live in London mm. a few years ago, and he drank an entire bottle of Belvedere neat on stage. That's fucking baller, isn't it? And then just did El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, please. And he wore an Arsenal shirt the whole and time. So, yeah, one of the best nights. Come on, you cogs. <sighs> Terrific night, mate. Because also another thing about um, Anthem Pack, like obviously we are going to introduce. We the haven't song. talked about Anthem Pack. I know, I know. Game. We are going to introduce <laughs> the song at some point. By the way, unbelievable. I know that uh, like Dicko said, he went to. Um, I think it was a free gig, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think they got a ticket through like Apple, one of the Apple Music. Yeah, or something like that. Um, I've got a feeling it might have been um, Ali Pali, and Dicko said he came on, and he, he he wasn't sure what to expect. Like it was a free ticket, then Anthem Pack ended up playing the full album of maybe Malibu Probably all, all the um, and Dick also said that he basically played every instrument on the stage because um, I, I, I follow his Instagram yeah so do I Jez and how wholesome is his family no honestly how lovely how, it was I, one of the things that I was really enjoying over lockdown yeah. was just how how nice his life was, so was like, <laughs> then the oh. fact like He's bringing up his kid well, by the way, isn't he? So well. and I his think he's quality. His kid loves it, doesn't he? I think well. he's going to be a superstar. Like the fact that they're all always dancing together, right. singing and together. The thing is, like Pack, like you say, he's he can do everything. He's so good mm. on drums. He produces. He sings. Yeah. He's got bars. He's got moves and all. He's got moves. The only thing he hasn't got is a good hairline. But you know, you and can give him everything else. From the recent video of him boxing, <laughs> he, he, has, <laughs> he has a good, good swing on him, man. You don't want to watch that. Does he look like he's punching in porridge? Oh, he should, he should just stick to playing drums, you know. <laughs> you think he'd have quick hands, though. Well, Maybe it's because it's the wrong motion. You know, it's good probably that he's uh, friends with people like the game, you know. <laughs> if it ever goes but, south. Yeah. If it ever goes on top. He's going to get on the buzzer. Cool, Dre. You're fine. But um, now, like, honestly, Anderson, he's, um, I feel like he's a f- uh, kind of like a new influence on hip hop. Um, that Malibu album, it's like quite soulful. So fun. Um, so fun. It's just feel good vibes, isn't so it? So feel good, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it's that explicit. No, I, no, it's not particularly. It's just, I, I like it. I think mm. it's a, especially Malibu. Malibu is for me a summer album. Yeah. Sunshine in. Whatever you're doing in the garden, barbecuing, and it's it's different to anything you hear like like the bird song. I don't know if you know bird that. Bird is a ch- unbelievable song. You know, I, I think it's bringing out something different, and um, I'm a big fan. But I think you know, instead of um, just talking about him for the next twenty minutes, which we can easily do, oh, yeah, I mean, let's uh let's play his next track. So coming up, we have Anson Pack with Lockdown. Um, you know, there's a couple of themes in there which we may talk about after the song, but. I hope you enjoy it. As always, this will be available on the Jez FM website for you to listen. Um, I am going to try and put it on Spotify and Apple Music as a podcast, but um, I'll update you um, about that a bit later on. But yeah, if you like it, share, tweet and all that jazz. But um, coming up next, we have Anson Pack with Lockdown and this is Jez FM and Friends with my special guest of Josh. Enjoy it. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Download the Jazz FM iPhone app today for all the best hip-hop and R&B. This is the Jazz FM and Friends Podcast Show.
If you're not listening live on Jazz FM Radio, the next song will not be available due to licensing and copyright restrictions. To be sure you can enjoy the music that goes along with the show, follow Jazz FM on Instagram to keep up to date with all of Jazz FM's live broadcasts. Welcome back to Jazz FM. This is the podcast of Jazz FM and Friends. Today in the studio slash kitchen, I have my friend of Josh in the house. He's going to be playing a few songs about you know what he's been listening to during lockdown. That's his theme for tonight's show. So I've just played for you Anderson Pack um, lockdown. Great little tune released recently. But um, to kick off this next part, Josh, I've got a question for you. I'm ready, mate. And that question would be. If you was to have an entourage, so at this point you are a successful rapper, you know, you've had a few platinum albums, a few... Am I, am I called the, the Donic Hague? Is that your stage name? That's my stage name. All right, yeah, that, of course that's, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be it, yeah, the Donic Hague, especially over these times. I think that has to be my other question added to the show, <laughs> people's stage names, because obviously... Well, yeah, you got to come up with a few. Yeah, and I love that. <laughs> so, yeah, the question is... You're a you're a multi platinum rapper. Who would be in your entourage? So, firstly, who would be the manager? So he's obviously got organised the world tours. He's got to link up with all the producers. He's your main man. He's main responsible. Man. Probably if stuff is going to be a success or not. I feel like if you are a rapper and you and you come up, you hit, you make it big, and you bring up your friends from around where you're from. I think your manager's got to be, he's probably the most important guy, right? Uh, well, he... You're putting your future in your manager's yeah, house, actually. He could, he could fuck you. There's, there's been loads and loads of exactly. countless stories over the years of managers fucking that. Yeah, without a doubt. And obviously, he can also protect you from the people who may want to, you know, get in your circle just exactly, to... Man. For have, the money. You've got to have a real one there from Derek, yeah. I think. Um, so there's only one answer to that question. And who's that? It's Big, Ed, Big Eddie Mac. yeah. There's, if there's one man I can trust in the world mm. to have my best interests at heart at all times in any, any decision that he made, it would be the Big Mac. I mean, Ed's getting quite a few shout outs on Jez FM already, isn't he? I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a phenomenal man and responsible for some, like I say, like some of the, my favourite hip hop songs mm. because of listening to him with Eddie. Shout out G-Unit, my buddy. So he's responsible, you'll listen to him. I just feel like, like we were saying earlier, like the, when you meet people that you have similar interests with but when you're younger and you're like 18 19 20 whatever it is and you go for pre-drinks mm. and then someone gets hold of the ipod that's for me that's some of my favorite memories of yeah. being younger is just knowing and we have we have a trifecta of three songs that we always played before we go we're not going to go into them now no we have to you can't just say no, that no 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 jez 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 I think that deserves its ho- that deserves a whole a whole a whole, a whole podcast on its I, own. I wouldn't be able to do that justice on its own. With, describing so you, the feeling and so you need Ed here. I need for, Ed. I need Drew. Minimum. All right. Okay. So, um, but what we'll do is these three songs. We'll keep on raps. I mean, look, we'll use it, use it as a hook, Jez. Mate, exactly. You know, coming up on so, coming up in a so, future. So episode. coming up on a future episode <laughs> of Jez FM and Friends, we do have. Josh, Drew, and Ed. And by the way, Ed's looking real good right now. Oh my goodness. I've, I've got to shout him out. I know. I, oh I don't even goodness. care. I Nothing makes me happier than being able to call him fat. Nothing makes me happier <laughs> than when he's pissing me off to call him fat. 
I remember once on a train I called him fat and he threw some KFC fried chicken at me. <laughs> I can't do that anymore because he's skinny. And he, he's looking sharp, man. He's he? always been a handsome geezer. But right. now he's in unbelievable nick. Shout out, Eddie. Family man. Football fanatic. Yeah. Unbelievable lad. And then obviously I had a conversation with him at the pub the other day. And again, like so many people have said to me, like they've been enjoying Jez FM. He was just saying, like, I was at the gym, put Jez FM on. You know, he was saying, like, I can't wait to be on the show. So, Ed, you're, you're coming on, mate. And then, like I say, I think a good 15% of these two podcasts have, you know, showered Ed, great bloke, knows his music, so we've got to get him on. Exactly. He's, my, he's one of my mentors in life, mm. musically and spiritually. And you need boys like that. You need him, mate. You need and, him. and that's why he is the manager for the bubonic hate, right? He, that's why he's my manager. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And also, yeah. he can fight. You can fight, okay. Can well, that's big geezer. So that, if it ever goes on top, people are trying to hustle me out. Well, that comes on to my next question. Oh. I want to know who's going to be the heavy in the entourage. The thing is, like the person who, say, if you're all out and about, there's paps there. You don't want too many pictures taken. You literally just want to get in and out. You might want to go like favorite chicken and back. You know, <laughs> and I need someone just, just yeah. covering me over. Or like maybe someone throws a bottle onto the stage for oh, some reason because it happens. You see it in concerts. Who's going to be the boy that you send down there to say, you know, calm it? I mean, there's a f- there could be a few, to be honest. I'm always, always, or you've got to go with the most trained, right? You've got I'm, to go with the, the people with the big... Yeah, well, the, if they're protecting well, who, my safety, who throws the biggest punches? I, not even necessarily. I want someone who's trained in the art of fighting. Okay, I want all right. A Kenny Sykes. A Kenny Sykes. Imagine that. You think not like he's unassuming? Yeah. Would you fight Kenny Sykes? I mean, with his record of one <laughs> loss, one win, I would definitely take my chance. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Well, you're a better man than I am, Jez. I wouldn't. Anyone who's trained how to punch people in the throat, kick them out for me is is a man I, I, I want there in my security team heading up although mm. he's got bigger fish to fry he wouldn't want to lower himself down to being a screw <laughs> man but you know I'd have to pay him more than he gets gets paid now so really <laughs> just to put this in perspective you know you and your new heavy of the group you know you, you've popped out to a strip club right on the way back you're jumping in the G-Wagon and someone says I want your Rolex you got Kenny there the odds are 50% this bloke is <laughs> He's taking... He's running away. The, the bloke oh, is yeah. taking your Rolex. Yeah, no, my, the Rolex is gone. I've yeah. already said goodbye to it. Um, we've already bought another one, you I still think. Want, you still want Ken as your heavy you, man? You've taught me out of it. Well... I mean, you've, you've taught me out of it. Well, like, personally, I would probably put Ken as more manager... You know, no. he'd be the numbers man. But you know, I've got Owley yeah. to be my numbers man. You I, know that. I know. So My business manager will be Owley. He's so, always been looking... And again... And if I was to say Owley's, in terms of being a business manager, what he'd give me, marginal gains. He's all about the marginal gains, mate. Honestly, he'd make me a fortune. And if I had a bit of seed capital, mate, Owley would be my guy, I'm telling you. And he's given that correct tax advice. Mate, and you know loopholes I've got tings in the Caymans I mean he, <laughs> he, he was even trying to set me up last week at the pub you know he was. He, he was like Jez are you sorted for tax advice and I said I've got Ken and he was like oh and he he was like really I, disappointed I, yeah that's why I've got to know. go with him you know what I mean I've, okay like, Ali's my boy since day alright so we got Auli as the numbers man he, he's controlling what happens with the finances mate he's, he, he's making I sure know, I don't even know how many bank accounts I've got 
Owly will be the one who <laughs> control everything. He'll just he'll basically give me a stipend. He'll give yeah, me like right. a few grand a month. Yeah. And the rest will be in yeah. stocks. I mean, <laughs> as a multi-platinum rapper, you're living quite low end, didn't you? For a few grand a month. <laughs> well, I'm mad at simple pleasure, you know. I feel like when you're that successful, <laughs> you're... you don't spend money, right? Yeah, well, essentially, yeah, it gets free clothes. When you get to a certain level, everyone getting wants you to Gucci, you're getting your Louis Vuitton. People want you in their venue, they'll give you free drinks, yeah. you're in your VIP. Look, that's it. What oh. sponsor would you... Uh, this isn't a question pre-planned, but if you, if you were to make, make it, what sponsor would you want <laughs> back in the bubonic cake? What sponsor would I want? Yeah. Um, I feel like Red Stripe would be an appropriate one. Because mm-hmm. Red Stripe culturally backs music. Yeah. Involved with Carnival. And also, like, when we used to go to uh, like indie gigs back in the day, when we were younger, Red Stripe was on tap. And it's red and white for the Gunners. And it's red and white for the Gunners. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. give me Red Stripe. And it's Jamaican, you know? Jamaican yeah. crazy. Give me Red Stripe, yeah. Okay, so on this world tour, we have... <laughs> Eddie as the manager because he's been your boy. We've Since got day. Owly as the accountant because he's the numbers man. Numbers man, he's doing my bookings. He's making sure I'm looked after. You know what I mean? And then we got Kenny as well, I'm the, the I'm heavy. Backing, I'm backing. I'm but, sticking with Kenny. Yeah. But this, the success rate is fifty percent of the time. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. So if you rob me, there's a fifty fifty chance that you'll be successful. <laughs> if you want to take that risk, okay. And <laughs> my last question is. My last question is, who is the hype man? So he's going to come on before the show, you know, hype you up. But it could even be, you know, wingman. There's only one man. And we, and we all know him. Who's this going to be? The listeners of the podcast know him. He's a guest on your first show, Jess. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Drew is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like you were talking about last week, you and Jordan Meads mm. rinsing a dance floor. yeah. Me and Drew, some of my fondest memories again, Chicago's, Envy, Jumping Jacks, wherever it may be, hitting the dance floor, Drew. He's always on it, always hype. And you know he's reliable. You can always rely on Drew. Even the fact that you want to get hype, but Drew will make sure that it's it's in like, not well, I guess like a safe scenario situation. 100%. You, You know, He's kind of like one of those boys where when I've been to kind of places with, he makes sure that everyone's having a good time, but he's looking after people. Absolutely. That's a, that's 100% a hype man's job, right? Yeah, definitely. Like I say, he's... he's, he's he, he, by character, mm. is the perfect hype man. You he know... Just, he, and it sounds like, that sounds like a bit of a diss, but it's not because what he does is he's like a catalyst for everyone else, right? Yeah. Like, so he like he makes everyone else better. That's what I say. Big up Drew. And then obviously he was the first person on Jez FM and Friends. Could have been better. And fucking I, I love him so much for that. Even still, he's, he's still messaging me, man. Mate, he, like, he, he was so happy. You know, he, he, he was, was going to so actually happy. turn up tonight potentially. Mate, I was speaking to him yesterday. He's like, I'm going to try and get big Kenny Sykes, the fighter. Um, well, if, if I'm at the door, he's got a 50% chance of getting in. <laughs> exactly, I thought I was going to get robbed tonight. But <laughs> luckily, I didn't wear my Rolex yet, so we're good. Nah, that's honestly, I've, I've been waiting to dish out that question. Like, I didn't actually ask it for Drew, but I'm so glad I asked it for you. Because those, like, especially where we've talked about these individuals. Um, or more Ed, context into what they're like. Yeah, you know, because that's the thing. Like, I think our friend group, we were different to most other lads. Like, we do actually say, like, fucking, you know, we're proud of you. Like, in a, we're not that lad culture, are we? 
not, no, not anymore. I think we've grown into into yeah into being like open with each other about like if someone's doing well. And the thing is, you always want your mates to succeed. Anyone who doesn't want any of their friends to succeed, you're like you're not you're not mates, right? Mm. Surely. So yeah, I feel like we're good with that. If someone does something of worth, yeah, definitely. Then it's recognised. I think it's valued, isn't it? And I think all anyone wants in life is to be valued in some way. Yeah. So long may it continue is what and I'm saying especially where like for example I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks but previous to that I haven't seen you maybe for a while exactly. but you've came in today we're doing the second podcast and like I say I've, I've loved every minute it's of it it's been so good mate again thank you for having us on what a pleasure it's been great to be part of it mate especially in the beginning you know you just started it out yeah and I'm excited to where you're going to grow it mate like I say well next look time look what you've done in in what two months Hopefully. basically gone from having an idea to having a fully functioning radio station at podcast website in what three four five months well no it's not even that it's probably about six seven weeks <laughs> six seven weeks probably you know yeah I mean? that, like and yeah and like I say kind unbelievable. of unbelievable as Josh mentioned I, I want to start going you know down the YouTube route so I've got um, Liam again my boy is going to design me a backdrop so we're going to try and make the Jez FM kitchen look a bit more like a studio. You know, he's going to do my branding and all that for me. If anyone wants to contact him, he, he, he does all my graphics, by the way. So anything you see on Instagram, um, that is Liam's work. If you want to contact him, let me know and I'll drop him a message. But um, yeah, I want to try and take this the next step up. Um, even though I've done two podcast shows, I'm thinking... I've probably got have to go- get a better calibre of guesting than me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's been perfect so far, you know. But I'm thinking we, w- I want to go harder and try and get as developed as possible in a short amount of time. But um, I think to end this kind of this question of Kenny being your heavy, <laughs> Ed being your manager, Owly the accountant, and Drew the hype man slash. Good friend. Yeah, just, I'd say, yeah. I'd say, I think hype man's not even the correct term, is it? No, it it's, be, it's, it's, it's your, it's, let's it's your rock. The, let's call him the catalyst. Yeah, okay, the catalyst. I'll go with that. Um, Josh, what is the next song you want to select for uh, Jez FM and Friends? So the next song, are we going to just do one song or do you want me to do two? Um, let's go with let's go with one. Let's it's, do one, fine. Yeah, let's go with one. So the next song I chose, and I actually put it earlier in the list for one reason, and that's because... I don't want to mispronounce the name when I've had one too many beers yeah. and call him Six Lack. Yeah, you know what I mean? that, which I've done. What, and what I got, a faux pas that And I got corrected <laughs> big time for it, so I've been there. But you, the thing is, it's one of those things that if you'd never heard anyone say his name and you'd only read it, you could never mock someone for learning a word by reading it, right? Oh, and I'd not say it. You wouldn't have a fucking clue. Let's be honest. Exactly. I I'm, used to think hi, uh, hyperbole was hyperbole. I mean, I've never for about, heard... For about I, 10 years. I've never heard that word <laughs> in my life. <laughs> we'll save that for... We'll do, we'll do a words cast, mate. You know, don't worry. But um, um, I'm still waiting for you to pronounce the name so I don't pronounce it wrong, if I'm honest. <laughs> You're all good. So, um, yeah, so this guy really dropped a, an EP, actually, over lockdown. I think he's got an album coming, but this was sort of, I feel like this was the songs that didn't make the album. Mm. This is a banger, though. Uh, it's black, and it's ATL freestyle. Love that. And then this is off the six-piece, isn't it? Six-piece EP. Check it all out, because there's a few good songs out yeah. there. And, like, black for me is a vibe. And then... I think Black has probably he's produced one of my favourite um, albums of Free Black yeah. um, and East Atlanta Love Letter I believe incredible um, the song with J-Hole Pretty Fizz 
Oh, it's it's a go-to, mate. Jay Cole's verse on that is, yeah. is cold, mate. Well, that was kind of during a period where he was doing a lot of features, wasn't it? And that's, do you know what, actually? I feel like, because J. Cole, he released Forest Hills, right? And then it was For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't connect with For Your, for mm. Your Eyes Only. I didn't, like, I didn't put it up there with the rest of J. Cole's, like, body of work, body of albums. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then he was always saying, I'm not going to feature with anyone else. I'm going to go platinum with no features. Rah, 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 rah. Mm. And then he sort of like flipped and did a 180 degree. And then he was like, I feel like he had the attitude. Nah, actually, I'm going to collaborate with everyone that I like. Mm. And I'm going to and I'm going to murder them on their own songs. And then he does it, doesn't he? Let's, let's he, be honest. He has produced some of the, um, some verses that he's produced on features has been silly. Because like he's just been unbelievable. And he's been so prolific. Like, um, so I think it's been a conscious, like, it's been a conscious decision from him with to go. Pretty Little Fears. That is literally one of my most favorite songs. So but good. J. Cole is so relaxed so when he's good. doing that, so good. But and that's, a, that's a mark of like an established rapper, like, it's not forced anyway. It's just you can just let the source do it, mm. like, literally, just he's so calm and composed because the lyrics are there. I want if, if I was to have like a, a dream collab, you know. I think it would be J. Cole, Frank, and then someone to match the vibe, it would be it would be Black. Because I know he has a song with um T Pain. Um it's actually called One Way. I haven't heard it. You haven't heard but it? I'm it's gonna a, go it's a, it's a, it's a bonus track, it. right? Um and it is it's like one of but my we favourite. Love, we love T Pain. It's one of my favourite favourite songs. Oh T Pain, I mean <sighs> <laughs> Another tangent. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we will introduce the track, I promise you. Okay. After um, we talk about T Pain. Yeah, so T Pain is. He's produced some of my favourite songs, without a doubt. I know the whole auto tune kind of puts people off. But he can sing without the auto tune. I mean, have you seen. What, what is it? The Tiny Desk? Oh, I don't he know. There's a Tiny Desk concert where they basically do like the. The setup is there are a little desk and it's oh, yeah. sort of acoustic. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And he's got pipes. He can so, sing. And that, his songs without autotune sound amazing. See, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I haven't seen that specific one, but I've seen one where he's on a guest show and someone, one of the, it might be like Jimmy. Kimmel he did like the Mars Singer. He did the Mars Singer, right? Is that, is that what it I'm was? I'm sure T-Pain, I'm sure I read a thing saying T-Pain mm. did the Mars Singer because he wanted to prove to everyone that he could sing. Yeah. And he, I think he won it or, I, well, that might have to be a because Google. Because this is what happened, out false kind information. of, from what I remember, the um, the talk show host, not as good as me, but Never not, as good as not even worth mentioning. <laughs> um, he was like, "Come on, T Pain, give us a you know, sing us a song because like you're so reliant on auto tune." And T Pain busted out lyrics to it was probably like, "I'm sprung or buy you a drink," and he killed it. Mate, but the guy doesn't need auto tune. No. But um, you know when you have to be different in hip hop and rap somehow. Somehow. Hundred percent. I feel like and then um, he he just he was in the right time with auto tune. Eight oh eights. Then eight oh eights unlocked that whole. I love eight oh eights. Like you talked about uh, Kanye a lot. Yeah, hard on the last one. And obviously, I'm in the same ballpark as Drew. Whatever Kanye album I'm listening to is his best album. Mm. You didn't mention eight oh eights last week, so I'm going. to I'm going to mention eight oh eights is the perfect. I've just broken up with Mrs. Album. There's not a better album on earth. There's nothing <laughs> more uh, cathartic. Than listening to Heartless after you've just been done by oh, Mrs. There's, oh, I mean, 
you just re- it resonates on a cellular level. It's unbelievable, and you're just like, "Fuck!" I mean, this is what this I haven't made been for. dumped by any missus. Yeah, of course you haven't, Jez. Well, for the people when, out when, there, who when have, I do, I'll make sure <laughs> that's the next song that I'll play. Well, it'll happen to you one day, Jez. I hope not. Of actually, I hope not. You no, no, it's just been um, there's been some tough breakups. So maybe who knows? After these JDs, I might I might get a bit <laughs> bit Kanye and just decide Mate, to just listen to it. Your, you know? Sometimes you just need to get into your feelings. Yeah. Though, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're feeling a bit. You know, mental health's getting on top of you. Mm. You just need a little bit of... Yeah. I feel like if you need that little bit of... Uh, then, then it's eight, like therapy. 808. 808 is, is like the album to go to. For me, yeah. Right. And obviously, any Frank. Oh. Any Frank. As standard. But yeah. Frank is for any vibe. But, yeah. you know, yeah. Frank hit, again, Frank hits different when you're fresh and you're like... Oh. Like... Do you know what I mean? <sighs> Again, we will introduce the song. <laughs> I promise you. I promise it was you. only meant to be T-Pain. <laughs> but... I Frank Ocean for me, oh, he's one of my favourite artists. And I remember, I'm just going to tell a little story that we went Please to a, a festival called Love Box, and the only reason I went to this festival is to see Frank Ocean. And then something occurred five minutes before <laughs> Frank Ocean coming on, and it meant that again we do not incriminate anyone on this show. Say um, nothing. Say nothing, you know. He's a good, good, good family friend. Known him for years. Um, I had to spend some time with him away. Someone needed a t- bit of a time out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They, one too many, one too many drinks. Um, I think it was probably dehydration. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a sunny day. Well, not enough drinks. <laughs> not enough drink. <laughs> the opposite of what I yeah. originally said. And then I spent my time watching Frank Ocean from probably three quarters of a mile away from the stage. <laughs> With someone having his head in my lap, and but you know, hopefully um, just soon. For, just for everyone out there, by the way, that shows you the measure of Jerry as a character. He only went to that festival to watch one person, and instead of watching that one person and being selfish like everyone else would have done, he took his mate out of the me- the mix and watched it from afar. I love that. That is that's a character. Yeah, and I love I that. You couldn't get a more ringing endorsement of your character. And then maybe true. on that note, we will play. <laughs> we'll play the next track of it's a uh, black with East. I can't remember. ATL freestyle. ATL freestyle. Enjoy. And as always, you know this show is going to be available on my website www w.jezfm.com just got to remember how many W's are in there you know <laughs> I think there's four in there there's, there's four did I say four <laughs> no there's only, there's only five man um, I think you're good but as I said I'm going to try and get on Spotify and Apple um, it all depends on the copyright and licensing so I've got to research into that but um, yeah if you're enjoying like, share, tweet we are two songs in but yeah I fucking loved it already <laughs> what a Friday night right peace and love enjoy the next song You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Download the Jazz FM iPhone app today for all the best hip-hop and R&B. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast show. If you're not listening live on Jazz FM radio, the next song will not be available due to licensing and copyright restrictions. To be sure you can enjoy the music that goes along with the show, follow Jazz FM on Instagram to keep up to date with all of Jazz FM's live broadcasts. 
Hello and welcome back to Jez FM and Friends. This is the second podcast show in the series. I've got my boy Josh in tonight. He's been doing a theme of um, basically music during lockdown. You know, what kept him going through it? So, uh, I mean, we've only introduced two tracks so far. <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked a bit about T-Pain, the game, Anton Pack, who been your entourage. As always, if you're enjoying the show, this will be available on uh, jazzfm.com. Um, but, you know, Josh, my next question for you is a big one, mate. I'm ready, mate. Are you well, sure? I don't know. All right. I'll ask it and then I'll tell you. <laughs> what is your favourite album? Uh, it's a horrible question, I it know. It is a horrible question. I think it is a question that depends on... It sparks debate, the, though. The seasons. There's... If I had to pick one album... one album I think ah such a difficult question I love the way you was like oh Jez I've got your questions I actually sent them over by WhatsApp this time so it weren't yeah I did have a little bit of time to think about it it weren't the Gmail email that uh, Drew received (laughs) you know and we just sat in front of him he didn't email it to himself yeah Um, and he was like oh yeah I know the answers but um, so Uh, what, what are you thinking so I feel like Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy has got to be in the conversation. It's mm. not a bad song. So Kanye. Kanye. And just the way that whole album was made. So I don't know how much you know. There's a, I can't remember who. I think it might have been Complex or a hip-hop uh, article anyway from a magazine came out. And it basically uh, interviewed all the people that was involved in the making of the album. Okay. And a lot of what Kanye's done recently is he's got people over to like Wyoming and he basically just has a bass. Yeah. And uh, gets people in. But obviously he did that for Beautiful Dark, Dark Twisted Fantasy. But the people that he had around him, all the people that were on the album, is, is disgusting. It's, it's just um, production, unbelievable. Mm. Lyrics, unbelievable. It, it, it will never age. Like you never, you'll listen. And you've also got like Nicki Minaj on Monster. Probably her best ever verse. I'm not a huge Nicki, Nicki Minaj fan, but I've um, never heard her produce anything... Yeah, like I say, I mean? Nikki Wise, I'm, I'm a fan. I respect where she's got to. I can't say I listen to her that much. No, I say um, I like, I'll, like, I'll listen to like for Pink Barbie. That was an album. Pink Barbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I'm the same. Yeah. I mean, I find it hard to relate the, to the, Nicki Minaj. The one I mean. lyric, you know, when she's saying, "I'm gonna put this pussy on your sideburns," it's not something that um. You haven't got sideburns, is that what you're saying? You know, I've got, got sideburns, sideburns Jess, then, you, you know, know what I mean? You're the man that she's after. To be fair, you must have done well, because I always remember that lyric. <laughs> so, if nothing else, you'll always remember that, mate. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like, Nicki Minaj's um, legacy. Nicki's done well. But I think for that, yeah, so that album for me is is, is almost a perfect album. Like, you can't, there's, there's no song you can skip on it. There's no mm. dud feature. There's no shit beat. There's mm. no verse where it doesn't quite hit. And favourite songs off the album? Again, changes like the weather. You got, you've got to shout out "Devil in a New Dress." It was mentioned on the last podcast. Yeah, because I accidentally Re- said "Devil in a Red Dress," and Drew, <sighs> Drew told me straight up. He was like, "Jez, I mean, it's new dress." Unbelievable, and the, just the wait for Rick Ross. So there's oh, the yeah. end of the song, end of Kanye's bit, and then there's like the big instrumental, and then Rick Ross just comes in mm. like silk. And it's yeah, Rick, again, probably Rick Ross's I best I've ever heard from Rick Ross as well. He is the Barry White of hip hop. <laughs> Not anymore, is. mate. He's slim. He's slim right down. Has he, has he really? <sighs> so obviously there was a whole <laughs> when Vine was still popping about. 
there was a big vine going around where basically Rick Ross said that he uh, lost he lost loads of weight and mm. and he said that how did you lose this weight and it's because he only ate pears. <laughs> really? So there's this vine going around where Rick, Rick Ross just goes pears. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he I mean he used to be the Barry White the walrus of hip hop. Mm. Well, I feel like he's he's undergone an Eddie Mac transformation, mate. I feel like he's... They're, uh, they're on the same routine, are they? I don't know if they've got the same PT. Shout out, Reese. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but it's working. Because I think Rick Cross is that person that on, oh, I won't really listen to on a regular basis. Um, but same, he does provide bangers. I mean, I'm I'm going to have to get up a couple of songs that I, I, I know I have of his. Um, which my favourite he does have that bar where he's talking about um, give me two seconds where he's at the crib and uh, the girl's got his legs wrapped around his waist (laughs) and you think how big are her legs (laughs) unless you're going out of an actual giraffe like so basically it was a female equivalent of Jez wasn't it (laughs) yeah I feel like like someone's someone's got to be able to do the maths there they've got to work out Rick Ross's (laughs) circumference when he wrote that bar and how long your legs have to be. She's rocking the same leg <laughs> size be, as me as 36 jeans. She's probably top in seven foot. You know? I'm hoping <laughs> that she's got some stuff on Depop that I can buy. It. But obviously he's got the money in the Grave song with Drake. Um, yeah, it's an absolute banger. There's one that I fucking absolutely love. I'm going to try and find it if I can. Um, bum, bum, bum. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Dice pineapples. It's a right. go-to for me. That's when I first kind of thought that's um, that's when I started really taking notice of him. But also Aston Martin music theory. That's mm. the one I was after. <laughs> a very obvious one, but um, yeah, that's I'm a big fan of Aston Martin music. That beat is. And he just annoying. did a song with um, Anderson Pack. Has he really? Yeah. Cut him in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I mean, Anson Pack has had his time tonight. So I won't mention his name again, but lockdown. Just, I'm linking it up. You know, that's fine. Obviously, we've talked about his loving family and how his boy's probably going to be a, a child superstar. I'm sure he's using TikTok well. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, so he's saying about. Also, push, can I say yeah, push a T? Push it. On, on uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, unbelievable. But yeah. push T in general. Because. Again, like this is where what I love about this show is people coming on and educating me about certain songs and certain artists because, again, I'm not a huge well, I'm not a huge fan because I, I haven't really taken the time to listen to him yet. So I'm still back in my ways, you know. Like I said, I'm still listening to that stuff from four or five years ago. Uh, mate, but I could that. you give any recommendations for Pusha T? So to listen I don't to? know if you listened to Pusha T. Pusha T did uh, his last album was part of the whole Kanye. Uh, seven song project. Okay. So when he released, uh, he did obviously he did Nas Nazir album. He did um, the Push T album. He did Tiana Taylor's album. He did his own album. Mm. Um, so the last song, ugh, I mean, that's right. We can take the time to let's. I'll have, I'll just want to have a look at the track listing for his yeah. last album because I can't. I haven't listened to it in a, in a bit of a time. But obviously, Push has signed to Good Music. I think he's like yeah. the CEO of Good Music. He used to be in clips with Malicious. Okay. Who's now called Not Malicious. I love how you're educating me. I this think. is what this I'm sure is Malicious about. has changed. I'm sure Malicious found God or... Because obviously clips were 
famous. Pusha T's famous for rapping about cutting bricks, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and I fucking love it. And then I think maybe that's why I'm not so into it, you know? I love it. It's his own... He's basically... He, it's what he lived when he was younger. So And that's his go-to. So... Because I feel like obviously he worked with Kanye for years he's featured on a lot of Kanye songs they did the good music uh, Cruel Summer right or something Cruel Summer album again look at Cruel Summer which is okay. a good music album they had Raekwon signed they had uh, Common signed mm. unbelievable album um, so Pusha's worked with Kanye obviously over the years as part of good music but mm. he Kanye's beat selection on it's called Daytona obviously um Kanye's beat selection on it for Pusha is just, it's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. And there's so many good songs on it. And it obviously had the final song where he sent that shot at Drake that made Drake send the shot oh, back. Which sparked that the whole. That Pusha sent the story of Adio and Because yeah. uh, I mean. history there, I think. That was. I, also, loved, I loved it. Also, I, I loved it too. But I, thought, <laughs> I thought one bar, which was a bit out of line, was about. A 40 um, bar. Oh, the 40 bar. That, was, that was terrible, wasn't it? <sighs> and the thing is, disgusting. Was it something like TikTok? He's tick, running... Tick, tick, Yeah, because he's got MS, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, below the belt. But then bringing up his kid below the belt, like... Mm. Yeah, because I, I know there's um, there's an But obviously with... it came from, from in Pusher's mind. I feel like he in the song, didn't he not talk about Pils, uh, Pusher's fiance? Yeah, yeah. By name? Yeah, so I, I know that... Gloves, gloves are off. Drake did an interview and then obviously he, he's in his place in Toronto which looks fucking ridiculous by the way. Exactly. And the thing is and Drake Drake was never ever ever going to be affected by that in any way commercially or his fans but Pusher played that yeah. like a champ. And, and, Released and he, his album sent the shot little nugget knowing he had all mm. this shit on Drake Drake bit. And he presses good press right? In, Mate, in, and in the, kind of the world we live in today. And Drake is the biggest rapper in the world at the moment. Yeah. So, I don't, well, even, even having, having he's been smashing the Beatles records. Exactly. And he didn't he have didn't he just get like the record for the most consecutive weeks in Billboard or something like that? Like recently, he got the guy's just breaking records the whole time. And, he, and that's it. He's hit the mainstream and not like he's a jug- flying Drake around, is a juggernaut. flying around in Air Drake. <laughs> I, s- I saw. Was it, uh, yeah, the album cover is. Mate, the, uh, have you seen the, oh. his fucking? It's, I don't even know what type of Boeing jet it is. <laughs> But if you've got is. a Boeing, you're probably caked up. And then obviously it's got the it's got the hand kind of praying signs on it. And I I'm a huge Drake fan. Like I remember when it was the October's very own mixtape was released, and I, I just saw it on Apple, and I was like, I'll give that a, a download. It was free at the time, and I remember listening to it, and I was like, this guy is fucking outrageous. Yeah. And then Mate, uh, it's, it's I, mad how ten years later, twelve years later. He is the biggest superstar in the world. And this is what I was kind of saying about with um, Drew. It's normally I find these artists quite early, but then also it doesn't do many favours because then I won't listen to the new stuff and yeah. I just concentrate on the old because yeah. that's how I remember it. will never be better in some ways when you when you find an artist and you find that first album that they did and you like, ah, oh, and you love it. Even if you like everything else they've done, Nothing, nothing comes yeah. close and to then, that first experience of like listening to that. And then, like I said, that, that's my biggest fault is finding an artist and not moving on to any other new artists or or, or even new albums or really giving. Now you're listening to Jess FM. I think, and that's what I said earlier. It's like when you send me um, kind of the tracks for today, I was like, 
I've enjoyed this. I don't know why I haven't gone out kind of my comfort zone in a way to try this new music. Um, but I mean, what was what was the original point of this? It, oh, it was um, favorite albums. His favorite album. We, we went from B yeah. to Dark. The other one I would mention that probably uh, there's probably two others that deserve a mention. Yeah. Okay. Dre 2001. Yeah. And oh, no, of course. Purely because it was the first I actually swapped it with one of my mates at school for I had WWF Attitude on PlayStation mm. 1 which at his time was probably worth 40 quid yeah I swapped it for Dre 2001 on the playground and I've never regretted it and I loved I love PlayStation 1 and I love WWF but nothing will ever <laughs> and I remember I was probably 9 did it come out in 99? I'm going to say it come out in 99 or 2000. 99, I'm sure it come out in 2000. I actually do my um, impression of the uh, Joe Rogan assistant. And yeah, I'll, I'll find out for you, mate. Hang Just on. do a bit of market research. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing because it was released in November the 16th, 1999. Yeah, so there you go. So Aftermath Entertainment. Uh, it was probably, I was probably 10 because it's probably the year after, after Christmas, you know. Mm. But anyway, um, and the song Fuck You. Oh, big banger. Can you imagine being nine years old and listening? How, how did your mum let you listen to that? Uh, I mean, I don't think it was ever permitted. Do you know what I mean? I'll, <laughs> we used to, I'll never forget. We used to, my old man also used to have a couple of copies of, I used to have uh, the Slim Shady LP and the Marshall mm. Mavis LP. Mm. Pirated. Pirated, Pirated, yeah. boy. Yeah. We're working class, boy. We don't pay, <laughs> we don't pay full price. Um, and we used to, me and my brother used to sneak them up and listen to them, yeah. And we weren't, we weren't really allowed. Um, so I don't think they knew that I was listening to Dr. Dre Fuck You featuring Devlin at that time but, because um, what I love is that uh, Alex Bigstaff used to know that word for and word I've, been, I've actually been in a room with him where he's played it on guitar and we've, we've, we've wrapped have it have you? yeah and it's, it's, it's a, I like and I feel like that's what probably originally got me into hip hop I used to like being a bit mm. of a naughty kid mm. And it was like the whole taboo, the yeah. language, like the not giving a fuck attitude, all that. And you know what I mean? I feel like it's, it just sort of draws you in. And then obviously you see the videos where they're all looking rich, fly, cars, yeah. well, women. It's just like sensory overload. Love it. And then that's why they kind of, um, they say that's the, one of the negative effects on um, kind of hip hop music on youth. 100%. It's this, it's this you, um, kind of lifestyle I, I mean, feel like that a lot of it comes down to marketing as well because you, if you if you look at what obviously what a lot of what gets released and what gets the big marketing is what record labels decide and yeah. if you look at who owns and runs most not all record labels the big record labels they're old white men right? and it's about profit margins yeah. sales. it's a business um, so I feel like it's if you make a certain type of music, it's easier to get easier to get marketing. It's easier to get a record deal. If you look at people like Talib Kweli, conscious rapper, mm. not once have you, have you ever heard Talib Kweli on the radio? You ever seen Talib Kweli? Only on my radio, mate. Do, do you know what I mean? Only on my. And radio. the only reason I know who Talib Kweli is is because Kanye put him on the first album. Yeah. Most Def. Yeah. And Talib Kweli actually has a podcast. Does he? And he's had, yeah, he's had some real, it's really, 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 and Tyler Kweli is obviously a conscious rapper, really intelligent mm. bloke. He asks really pertinent, good questions for people. Mm. He's had Common on, then, Ice Cube on. It's, I'd recommend this. And, and that's really the type good. of, that's the type of music I listen to, really. 
Obviously, like Big Up Common, he big he's up the common. love child of a uh, Drew and uh, Edney. He is. Do you not remember when I posted yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. Common, yeah, Common for me, the one of the coolest dudes. Mm. Just makes lovely music. Uh, obviously, a bit of an activist and a bit conscious as well. Yeah, do you know what I mean? he's also busting out those Microsoft ads about artificial intelligence. Mate, he's, he's gone corporate, boy. But um, yeah, and no, I think common for me is he's a conscious rapper, and that's the type of people I normally listen to. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's someone who talks about you know kind of a, a political and society level, um, and he's always a go-to for me. Like if, if anyone's listening, he does a session on the Colors YouTube channel. Unbelievable! Oh, it is. It's outrageous, isn't it? The fact common is that, so talented. Like so, if anyone's not seen Colors, it's literally a studio. And then the studio's a different colour. <laughs> and then there'll be a mic hanging from the ceiling and Common goes in. I think it's like an orangey colour at the moment. And then, you know, he's doing his set and he's just lining up this joint, like no care in the world. And then he just busts out this song. And then, oh, it is, it's one of the best things I've, I've watched. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've shared it on my Instagram multiple times. Mom, and, I've, and as I've said... Up again tonight, Jess. And then I've go. And then it's like I say, that's the only time I, I actually use Instagram is when I feel like I want to share a positive message yeah. or like some craft. Yeah. I, well, the only time I Instagram stories for me, ninety nine percent I'm putting on. If there's a new song out that I like, I'll just yeah. put that on for no other reason than probably about three people will see it and go, oh, I'll, I'll listen to that. <laughs> if that, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's probably weird. If three people listen to it. Yeah, have a, that's what I, do you know what I mean. We can have a chat about it. Yeah, it's on your podcast, hopefully. Because also, I want to quick mention that I know. Josh has said about um, the 2001 album. Obviously, that's Interscope. Who, uh, if anyone hasn't seen the Dr. Dre Defiant Ones documentary, Jimmy Iovine, Jimmy Iovine, um, you have Netflix. To, uh, it, sure. Netflix, yeah, it's on Netflix. You have to check that out. Um, and that just that's that needs a podcast in itself. Um, Incredible. But up Jimmy I think. What we should do is let's get the next two tracks going. Uh, we'll try and introduce them as maybe quickly. We'll see what happens. We'll, you know, I'll try my best. Yes. What What are you feeling? What are you feeling so the off? next two songs a little bit more vibesy. Yeah. First one we've got a we've got a lovely sample. Yeah. Okay. Um. Everyone loves Everyone loves the sunshine. Famous song. You recognise it as soon as you hear right. it. I can't remember who sings it. Um. But it's Joey Badass. Shine. Oh no things I've said I'm going to introduce him quickly and I really don't want to in- yeah let's go tell me about Joey Badass you yes. know oh, Joey Badass um, his album was it All American Badass Temptations yeah. um, with a sample of the kid at the beginning oh no because that's what I was going to say I know we've obviously the first song you've chosen was the lockdown song and for, for you know it has that political kind of influence on absolutely yeah and then the kid at the beginning of um temptations you know i'm sure that was a famous um, that was a famous video from a girl who stood up and did um i'm sure she gave evidence to a committee or some sort of formal setting and that girl stood up and you know i I think it was in a court and she was basically like why why are we treated differently and like like i say it went it it went viral um, during kind of the recent events which have gone on I I feel like I can't really talk about the recent events I don't feel like I I, mean, I don't think we, either of us are really qualified to talk yeah. on Black Lives Matter yeah. other than so let, Black I'll, Lives Matter and support Black Lives Matter support, yeah support I, I think that's 
that's where it should be. That's it. Ampl- yeah. Amplify people of colour. Go and listen to people who actually know what they're talking about and are mm. living it day in, day out. Yeah. And don't listen to the Daily Fucking Mail. Yeah, preach. And we'll move on. But, um, you know, <laughs> that, that song's great. Land of the Free is great. Um, but Great yeah. album. I, th- I thought it was a great album. Um, I don't know if he's released anything since that, but he dropped a, a little free song, free song EP. Um, but this is one of the songs on it. Yeah, no, Shine's great. I've listened to it. I love it. Um, and the other song that we're going to drop um, is... <laughs> and it's not I was saying, actually saying to Jez during the break. Um, it's not someone I would actually have said I've listened to or I really fucks with. But I heard this song. It's one of the biggest albums, I think, of the year. And uh, this song just slaps. Uh, and that's Little Baby with Woe. And I feel like the best co-sign he's got for this year is... Kanye said he's the best rapper in the world. So. Which we've kind of discussed in our little Whether smoke that's true break, or not, I think that's that's high praise from someone who's yeah qualified. Okay, and yeah. It's a, big, it's a banger. So I love that. So coming up next on Jez FM and Friends, um, obviously I have my guest in of Josh tonight. Um, what we have coming up next is we have Little Baby with Woe, and then we also have Joey Badice with Shine. So if you're enjoying the show, please like, tweet, share... Uh, I'm going to make this a regular thing now. I prefer doing this podcast than other ones I've done so far. It's more enjo- enjoyable for me. Um, but yeah, coming up next, we have those tracks. So uh, enjoy. You're listening to the Jazz FM and Friends Late Night Show. The only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Download the Jazz FM iPhone app today for all the best hip-hop and R&B. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast show. If you're not listening live on Jazz FM radio, the next song will not be available due to licensing and copyright restrictions. To be sure you can enjoy the music that goes along with the show, follow Jazz FM on Instagram to keep up to date with all of Jazz FM's live broadcasts. Hello and welcome back. This is Jazz FM. This is the Jez FM and Friends podcast. I have my special guest of Josh in the house. We've been playing a few tracks about um, kind of what music he's been listening to during lockdown. We've had Anderson Pack. We've had Little Baby. We've had who's the other one, Josh? Uh, we've had Black. We've had Joe Badass. Black and Joe Badass. So um, I mean, I've got a question for you, Josh. I'm ready, mate. This isn't. Maybe. This isn't a kind of. You haven't seen this question, but. Ooh. Left field. Yeah, we talked about you having your entourage and all that lot, you know. We know who the boys are going to be. But where would your first venue be? Oh, there's only one. There's only one. And what is it? So it's a venue that, for me, is the best venue in the country. I don't say it was the biggest, but I feel like this is a venue where I've seen, going back to not just hip-hop, but loads of different gigs. I feel like, who was the last people... We saw Travis Scott there. Okay. Which Drew mentioned in the last one. He did mention, what he didn't mention was, it's the only gig I've ever been to where there was a point where the oxygen was running out in the room. (laughs) I'm not lying. I had to angle my head. Scientifically speaking. Out out of the mosh pit. I had to angle my Mm. head up and I had to stand on my tiptoes to breathe in air. I'm not even joking. So what was you, 5'10 on the tiptoes? Six foot, mate. Six foot. Six foot on tips, mate. (laughs) Six foot in heels. Uh, <laughs> it was it was incredible, and that venue is Brixton. Brixton, yeah. O2 Academy, Brixton. I've just had some unbelievable mm. memories there. It's fucking far away, and you have always have that 
journey back. Yeah, of course. On the tube, what, on the what, train what, after knackered what, sweating. What time was the train home? Oh. Was it a six AM one or nah, nah, nah. nah? You could always luck. I feel like most of the time you can always get the last train. Mm. But that was always the risk of Brixton. If they played over, yeah, the band played think, over. I, I, think, I remember once was even a hip hop gig, but me and Owl ended up like stranded in Cambridge. <laughs> Cambridge, um, yeah, further out than London. But we went to a gig in Cambridge, couldn't get home because it ran over. The last yeah. train had gone, and we just had to spend the night sitting on a park bench. Which probably was great company being with Owl. I mean, right? it was great company. You're never going to lack for conversation. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, I mean, it's not how I would have chosen to spend the rest of the evening. Do you know what I mean? Sitting on the park bench for about seven hours and then having to get the train Maybe back. that should be one of Jez FM's podcasts, you know. We'll go to a gig. I'll bring the laptop. And then on the train home, we'll just... We'll record it. Yeah, we'll record Straight it. We'll, we'll just see what happens. Because that's the thing. is like with, with this whole kind of Jez FM, I actually do want to do an event next year. Mate, I, would, I think that would be amazing. I want to do a Jez FM yeah, event. Sure. I want to get a um, hip-hop and R&B DJ... I've got an idea that um, basically I'll have a kind of like a big brother booth set up. Nice. So people can come in, say what they're thinking. Record, literally Record testimony sort of Literally thing. just yeah. anything and everything. I might even have like a booth set up of uh, Jez FM live on air. So it's the, obviously it's the radio station playing. But if you want to be DJ for an hour, half an hour, 10 minutes, mm, whatever you want to yeah. say, you can do just it. come up and queue a few tracks. And yeah, and then yeah. I, I want to have a projector playing of like all the Jez FM and friends when I get the uh, the video for the YouTube, but... Well, yeah, I think I mean, it goes without saying, Jez, I'll, I'll be there. You'll be there, I, I know. Yeah. Obviously... First name. And then I'm, I'm just going to do, like, I'm not going to charge you tickets, I'm just literally just going to do all the boys, all my friends, anyone who's kind of supported in a way of messaging. And then, yeah, like I, like I say, I'm kind of one of those people who I just want to get people together to have a good time. And then the first two series in this has just been, it's basically been that, hasn't it? Me and you're having a good time. Me and you're having a good time. Good times only, mate, I think. So, yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. I think, mate, I think, imagine all of us in a room with all the music. I feel like, obviously, we've been in lockdown I went to the, the when we went to the pub the other night, Jez. That's the first time I've been pub since before lockdown. And I think it could tell for a lot of people. Um, I agree. And, and I, it, it, it was good vibes, hard. though. <laughs> it, it was good vibes. I mean, I was struggling the next day, Mate, big I, time. Yeah, I don't really remember getting home, and it was it's all a bit of a blur. But big up the mutual friends. Big up the mutual friend. Big up your prices. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say I'm going to not speak on your contract tracing. I'm not going <laughs> to speak on that. Um, but I feel like what we're all missing at the moment and what I haven't done in so long is just been out with all my mates, mm. dance floor, DJ, playing the songs. Yeah. Like I say, we're, drunk, we're, you know I mean? we're gonna have to get it organized, aren't we, really? Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm there. And I feel like there'll be a lot of people ready for it. Oh, and now, oh, we've got, we've got Gracie <laughs> has entered the building. Oh, you can hear me do my dog voice on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Josh, Sorry, what is man. the next track you're so, going to play for? So, I've us? actually got, again, Jez, I've got two. And got I've two, got two, yeah? Because right. we've, it's been a bit male-dominated male so far. Yeah, okay. And, you know, I like to uh, I like to shout out the females. Shout out Lauren Hill, Eve, Mary oh. J. Yeah. You know, all the, all, the, all the big ones. Um, but two songs that I've been listening to by uh, the females mm. over lockdown... The first one, straight classic. And actually, the first one, the backstory behind it is I've been, I was listening to Tory Lanez a lot. And 
obviously you've heard the Tory Lanes. Oh yeah, and the whole the whole shot Meg the Stallion. Yeah, the gunshots fired. Yeah. So, what I've done is I've taken Tory Lanes spot out, and I've given it to Meg the Stallion. I think that's fair. Because fuck Tory Lanes now. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he Um, provided good the geezer, value the geezer's got bangers he did an Instagram live over lockdown oh, yeah. and I feel like quarantine his radio. stock was never higher like he just released that uh, Toronto mixtape which was which banged yeah. he'd had the Instagram live which was like the most watched Instagram thing he, well, of all time he, he was breaking Taylor Swift's record and I think he was trying to say that Instagram didn't want him to break it so they kept on cutting him off I feel they? like it was probably because of the nudity and that yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah, maybe, like... maybe because they was getting too lit, <laughs> you know what I mean? There was too much bunda in the house. Exactly, and Instagram, yeah. got, you know, they got their laws, they got their regulations, yeah. but, so what, yeah, so what I've done is, I've removed Tory Lanez from the equation, so we don't even have to discuss him, and the song is um, Meg Thee Stallion, obviously featuring Queen Bay. Yeah. Um, Savage. So that's my first song. That's a great choice. I just, I do want to say also that, I think it's gone a bit viral because of TikTok. I mean, I'm not up to date. I haven't got TikTok. Have you not? Well, no. I've, I've, I've seen a few the videos use, the on game. TikTok and Instagram. And I just want to say that, don't get me wrong, I'm, all you girls dancing to Savage, you're doing a great job. But, <laughs> when, you're do, but. when you're doing that shoulder movement of like, when you want a couple yards of space and you're going up for a header, <laughs> just, just hit on beat. Because you're, <laughs> you're not doing it at the moment. And it, it's so frustrating. Because yes, rhythm can't be taught, mate. No, but I feel like can't be. these are like maybe five, 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 six petite little <laughs> women. Obviously, there's no excuse. Very attractive. Time. Just, just hit it on just beat. Just hit it on beat, mate. I know, I know. You've recorded this six or seven times <laughs> before you've uploaded it. Like they can never hit it on beat. And but, th- this is what I think is just like <laughs> here on beat it's a simple dance move of you know let's get that defender out of the way let's win the header <laughs> it um, has really huge Fabio Cannavaro vibes yeah I, I mean yeah. maybe we should do when we get this whole YouTube up we'll get Jordan Meads doing this because he's going to smash it out of the park first I feel time. like Jordan Meads doing um, some sort of either dancer size or some sort of like um, masterclass masterclass would probably be the one like you just go pick a song and you go, right, I'm going to teach you three or four moves. And Sequential it, moves. It, it will be a combination of moves that have never been put together <laughs> in history. Like, I no. think the word is choreographers, is that the word? Yeah. Choreography, yeah. So e- even every choreographer, is that the word? I'm, I'll accept that. Yeah. That's getting accepted. Every, every profession, every, every individual in that profession will be thinking... How has this geezer put together those moves? I've never seen that before. He's gonna he's gonna move the medium of dance forward by about fifteen years, yeah. isn't he? Just with that one masterclass, he's gonna progress well, dance culture so by about fifteen years. Jez FM, Meadzy, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know you know your There's spot's no coming up, mate. And then I'm definitely gonna have video on for your spot. I mean, for any listeners, it might be in. It might be garbage because me and Meezy like to stutter back and forth to each other constantly. It just seems to be have that effect on each other. But um, yeah, so I guess coming up next we've got Megan Stallion, Beyonce with that Savage remix. And do you want to do the, my other one as well? Yeah, what's the next song? We'll do my other one because it is another female. And my own, I've only really got two little facts about this song. Really, yeah, okay. Let's First one it. is it was on Barack, Barack Obama's Spotify summer playlist. Yeah. So it's got the co-sign from the former president. Uh, and the second one is the artist that featured she also did um, she was part of the whole Kanye 
seven song album Tiana Taylor mm. and one of the songs on that album uh, called Hurry Kanye actually samples uh, the Kim K sex tape my way and I just think ugh, terrific so there's a part in the song and if you ever listen to that song in public don't because I mean, half of the song just goes oh, <laughs> like that and you're just like oh I mean, he sampled his wife with getting another... shagged by another geezer yeah on someone else's song and I think you've got to respect that but that's why I think as I said before he is an enigma exactly no one's ever I mean you're never going to get someone who thinks the way he thinks I don't think say think more um, he's yeah he's just yeah like you say an enigma he, mm. I feel like Kanye always pushes the boundaries whether you enjoy what he does or not mm. you're never oh, really going to hear the same he's, song he's, from he's, he's definitely done it on that song yeah <laughs> I mean, I'll, I will give it a listen, a hundred percent. Mate, honestly, in, in it's, it's, and Charles Heather is is just is really chill. I know. I like, actually, I really like her. Um, the few tracks I've listened to, she does a lovely. She kind of samples a lot of soul stuff, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. She has really nice beats. I know she has um, the record Rose in Harlem. Um, Gonna yeah, love Rose in me. Rose Harlem is unbelievable. Video and, for Rose in Harlem is great as well. Issues hold on, and they've got just the samples, the beats. For me, it's the right beats per minute. Like it's just the right bopping you know when you Great go left tempo. to right yeah. um, and especially when I think it's in the song Issues Hold On the beat speeds up um, I'm, I'm a big fan of her she's got a lovely voice and then it's a great album cover too um, I'm not sure which album it is but I know is it where she's uh, I think I know it's, it's a floral bed yeah. that's all I'm going to say yeah. it's a floral bed <laughs> and she's doing fantastic look at she's, she's a great looking girl yeah let's, let's be real um so yeah, they're my, they're my two songs. They're the females that have made the playlist. Mm. Um, enjoy. Okay, so coming up next on Jez FM and Friends podcast, um, as you probably know by now, we have Josh in the house. We've been playing a few songs that he's been enjoying during lockdown. So we've had the likes of Joey Badass, Black. We've had Anderson Pack. Coming up next, we have Megan The Stallion with Beyonce, Queen B. And we have Tiana Taylor. Please enjoy. As always, share, tweet, like. This will be available on the um, Jez FM website and hopefully Spotify and Apple in the future. Peace and love. Enjoy the next tracks. You're listening to the Jez FM and Friends Late Night Show, the only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Download the Jez FM iPhone app today for all the best hip-hop and R&B. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast show. If you're not listening live on Jazz FM radio, the next song will not be available due to licensing and copyright restrictions. To be sure you can enjoy the music that goes along with the show, follow Jazz FM on Instagram to keep up to date with all of Jazz FM's live broadcasts. Welcome back. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast. I have Josh in the house. We've been playing a few tracks from lockdown. Um, I'm just going to kick it straight off, Josh. I mean, I've got a question for you. I can't wait, man. I know how they're going to start with the questions. So, um, if you could have a feature with any artist, who would it be? Because obviously, we've we've talked about, you've got your entourage, you've got your venue, you're a multi-platinum, you know, artist. Who would your feature be? I feel like it depends on a, a few different things. If I'm a straight rapper... You want, you want uh, Frank. 
maybe uh, what is he is, is he doing the hooks I want Frank on the hook I want Nate Dogg on, I want Nate Dogg on the hook yeah. I want rest in peace Nate Dogg I want Nate Dogg I want to be wrapping cold and then I want it just Nate Dogg to come in give me that soulful hook yeah get everyone vibes in uh, imagine obviously we've spoken about Anson Pack, but Anson Pack's last album yep he took a sample of an old Nate Dogg song okay and he basically re- redone it it's fucking amazing it's amazing and it's obviously Nate and Pack together obviously they mm. didn't record the song together but the way he's made it is that they've recorded the song because together because Nate Dogg is one of my favourite artists I love Nate Dogg is just he's the sound of a genre right so you hear Nate Dogg and you're like I'm home. And then I, I was going to say this earlier. I, I felt like Anson Pack was basically he uh, might be becoming the new Nate Dog slightly dropping in the hooks. I agree. Like people will just go to, and I feel like maybe the weekend probably got this as well. Yeah. Okay. Like he was just a safe pair of hands. Like if you had a song and you mm. needed like someone singing on the hook, safe pair of hands. Get the weekend. Because- get Jeremiah in. Do you know what I mean? Get one of these guys in who's just gonna. And obviously they, they make a good living from it, but I'm, I'm gonna have to find a certain Nate Dog track, hang on. Because this is a, uh, it starts with kind of, um, it, it's it's like Rainfall, but it is a fucking beautiful track. I don't, I don't, honestly don't think, because obviously Nate's released what, one or two albums, solo albums? Pretty much, I, I know. Not a lot, he's not released a lot I, of solo. I purchased a vinyl, and I remember you telling it, me, right, it, tell cost, me it cost me over the odds for it. Um, it, I think it was like G Funk Era Two, something like that. Um, I think I ended up paying about hundred dollars for this album. Um, yeah, and what then, you pay for me. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I think I said before, even though I listened to the song a thousand times, I still won't remember the actual um, the actual song. So let me see if I can quickly find it. Bum bum bum. Oh, it's actually called "I Don't Want to Hurt No More." Um, I'm just gonna play a quick sample of it. I don't know if you can hear. Like, you got the you got the thunderstorms in there, yeah. I haven't heard it, but yeah. All and then the rest of it. I, I think I actually posted this during kind of the scenarios which were taking place recently, okay. um, because he he talks about that kind of yeah, what he's experienced. But for for me, soulful. Honestly, Nate's just got that voice. He's got the, like a really distinctive voice. You hear Nate Nate Dog coming on a track, and you know who it is. Like, I, this is one of my favourite songs. It, it honestly is. Okay. And then, mate, I'm getting home, and mate, straight Honestly, I, I highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, it's even like error codes. He's obviously regulate. Um, Twenty one questions. Twenty one questions. Yeah. He's ain't no fun. Is he on ain't no fun? Oh, he's literally. It's, it's even now where I'm finding songs and it's like, oh, it's a Nate Dog hook. <laughs> and I, I literally, I can't believe that I've never heard it before. Yeah. He he's prolific, and the thing is, he obviously he was on as many songs as he deserved to be. Yeah, you know what I mean, he's obviously, and he probably, I'd say, Nate Nate Dog was at the point where it wasn't necessarily a done thing to sing on rap songs right would you say yeah I guess well Drake it wasn't Drake's still getting stick for that now right exactly but even in terms of like he he was obviously in 2 on 3 with um, Warren G and Snoop yeah um, and obviously that's like Warren G and Snoop rap 
and Nate brought that different. Yeah, well, it's, I actually you know watched I mean? a, a, Nate, a Nate Dog documentary, and it's it's because um he's brought up in a rest in, in peace Nate Dog in, in, in gospel and choir. Oh really? No, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah so obviously that that's why the big influences. Um, and, and, and you it, can tell you can tell sonically that that makes a lot of sense yeah. I guess and fucking what a great singer honestly um, like obviously he was once at death row um, and then I wouldn't even like to think about how many songs have been in probably the top 100 with him as a hook that's disgusting amount I imagine you could probably do a top 10 rap songs of all time featuring Nate Dogg so I'm just having a, I'm, I'm doing my best <laughs> Joe Rogan's um, <laughs> assistant impression here so Nate Dogg died at age 41 stroke um, he had a stroke he, ha- he did have a stroke yeah. and then he I died I remember the day he died he right? died of heart failure um, obviously so associated with Dre Eminem Fabulous it says Obi Trice um Trice. Warren G, let's have a quick look. Um, yeah, so solo albums, G Funk Classic, Volume One and Two, and then I think Volume Two is which I—that's the album which I paid quite a lot of money for, but I really wanted it. That was in 1998. Music and Me in 2001. Um, let me just try and think if there's any. Bum, bum, bum. Hardest Man in Town, absolute banger. I know that's one of Meezy's favourite. Bag of Weed, lovely, great song. Me and my homies, perfect. What was um, the song you did with... Um... Yeah, and this is, this is off um, the G-Funk Classics Volume 1 and 2. But honestly, uh, Nate Dogg, is, especially when uh, oh, nobody does it better. I haven't even <laughs> mentioned that. Oh, my God. But I remember when I, I was briefly working for Lloyd and Field during, um, you know, his temporary employment with High Hope Clothing. I, I played um, one of these. I think it was Nobody Does It Better. And Lloyd was like, Jez, I, I haven't stopped listening to this song. And he was like... <laughs> Nate Dogg is one of those guys, though, where you you could listen. You listen to a song, you'd be like, no, I have to listen to that. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's just a shame that I don't hear him on nights out, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because it's like chilled vibes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So I'm guessing... I'm so or he's ha- always on. He's always on that album track that is probably not the singles from the album, but he's yeah. on Nate Dogg's on the album. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I totally agree with that. So favorite um, the feature you'd oh, yeah, want. So we've gone back to feature. Uh, Nate for, would Nate be, would is, be Nate. It's yeah. hard to beat Nate. It's hard to beat Nate. If I had to pick a rapper to feature on on a song with, mm. oh, the problem is you don't want to pick anyone too good, do you? Because, like I say, you know, if when... You, uh, if you go, right, Kendrick, get on this song with me, you've lost. Because, obviously, there was a song, um, oh, is it, which is a song with Eminem, Drake and Kanye. And then oh, when, the Forever uh, song. Forever, and yeah, then uh, yeah, yeah. Kanye then said... Kanye had to go and rewrite his verse, Yeah, he, Eminem's was too, too he, disgusting. He said, like, Eminem came out, smashed it, and he was like, oh, boy, I've got but Kanye's, but Kanye's verse on that is, is silly. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great silly. voice. It's it, so... Yeah, great, great, great voice yeah. and verse. That's like, that's like a... OG cipher yeah. that's like ugh. I can remember listening to that when I was like 22 and being like nah this is this is unbelievable just the way the horn drops in on the beat yes but, but knowing that is other artists listen and be like oh shit I, I have to rewrite this first I think and I feel like when we were talking about Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy I feel like that must have been the culture that was around making an album mm. when you make something collaboratively and also actually if you listen to Dreamers is it Dreamers Disease Dreamville album 
I've listened to a bit of Dreamville album. So the Dreamville, yeah. I don't know if it's the second or third album, but it came out, might have been at the end of last year. And the way that they recorded it, released a documentary on YouTube, it's worth checking out because it just shows how they recorded it. They basically just rented out a, a studio space mm. and they had all of the Dreamville artists and affiliate members and just random people that they, that they you know, knew for your music or whatever, top producers. They basically just put them all in a space mm. and in each different room there was just different things going on. People writing verses, people making beats. Uh, the, the album is unbelievable. Yeah. Obviously, it only features some of the dream wise. Like, we're probably not going to get into them, but like JRD. Well, I, I know JRD is unbelievable. You, you, you provided me um, a couple of tracks for JRD, and I've, I've put JRD that on the Out of the new crop, I haven't put any JRD because he has he actually has released a couple of songs over lockdown. But yeah, JRD's last album. He his double flow. He's he's different. Again, if you listen to JRD, if you hear a JRD song, you know it's a JRD song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole roster at Dreamville, like they've got Ari Lennox, they've got Baz, they've got like they've got. Some oh, well, uh, is it Ari Lennox Ari, and J Cole do a? They do a song. So Ari Lennox is it, What Dreamville. is it? Is it Coco? Maybe Ari Lennox oh, does. Um, I'm gonna have to, gonna have to do my impression few, again. Like a few songs. She's she's just so. She's a vibe. She's very much like. Yeah if you're in that sort of if I listen to Frank Ocean if I'm in a mood to listen to Frank Ocean I'm in a mood to listen to oh Shia Butter Shia, oh Shia Butter Shia of course Butter. Yeah. I and mean she did, that uh, is an absolute banger I feel like what was the other what was the song on the thing I haven't got a signal so I can't tell yeah you. that's right tell me um, do you want me to google no you're all good mate you're, you're good, good. Oh, all I'll say is just go back go and listen to the, A the Dreamville Dreamville mixtape uh, and RNX just in general because she's just feel good vibes yeah okay um, we're talking about features, right? Yeah, features. I mean, that's that's fine. We've got a. I think we said we will basically have Nate, didn't we? I feel like that you can't you can't overlook Nate. Yeah, Nate's yeah, got okay. to be the one. Um, and if I had a rapper, I'd choose Pitbull because I'd out rap him. That's fair because, like you said, you, you don't want J Cole Recipes coming me. on the track. No, you don't, man. You don't. Respect to any any rapper. And obviously, you want to do it if you're like an up and coming rapper or a newer rapper, mm. and J Cole wants to collaborate. That must be like a dream come true. But it's like a fucking poisoned sword, isn't it? Because you're yeah. like, not like one of my heroes wants to collaborate, but at the same time, he's gonna get on my beat and he's gonna smoke. But me I out. think you probably do it in the aspect of learning and growth and development, 100%. right? And I feel like if you're and an connections. MC, if you're an MC, that's got to that level, you got to back yourself. So you're never gonna go onto a track and be like, yeah, oh, Jay Cole's gonna fucking out me on this song. You're yeah. like, no, I'm coming. This is my song, my beat. I'm coming. Mm. So, and I, I can imagine J. Cole will take you under, under his wing, right? I feel like he has that vibe. Obviously, he set up Dreamville. He does a lot of like, I think he does a lot of producing. No, he does. Like, for himself. I don't know if he Yeah, no, I've watched something but... very recently and it basically said how not only is J. Cole one of the best lyricists of all time, um, his producing skills is up there with, Cause with he, the best. Did he not do, I'm sure he did a, do- he did a documentary. I'm sure it's for HBO or something like that. Mm. I'm sure it's one of his Dollar in a Dream, one of his Dollar in a Dream tours. Yeah, okay. Um, well, that's, that's one of my favourite songs, Dollar in a Dream. Unbelievable. And I'm sure he did, the Dollar in a Dream was a whole tour that he did. Okay. So I'm sure that he did, basically, I'm sure the way it worked, he did his debut album, Cold World. While he was in the process of recording that album, I think he talks about it in some of his lyrics, actually. Um, there wasn't like a radio hit to play or whatever, so like the album kept getting delayed. Jay-Z was like, I'm not releasing it. He actually released another mixtape, mm. pissed off his record label, 
released the mixtape and it's one of like the greatest mixtapes yeah I'm not sure if it was the come up he released at that point but he basically he's released a couple of mixtapes mm-hmm. um, and you just think and on the the dollar and the dream tour I think it was a dollar a ticket oh really so you pay a dollar and you get yeah. get get a ticket to see J. Cole I mean I, what a great idea I, I would happily do a whole J. Cole podcast so I'm not, you, I know I'm, you mentioned earlier that you weren't a fan of For Your Eyes, for your eyes Only but, it wasn't um, even that I wasn't a fan you can appreciate that it was a good good piece of work but what I loved about J. Cole and all of J. Cole's music is like Born Sinner especially like you just sort of you just connect with it you connected with what J. Cole was saying I felt like and it was just obviously it's completely personal experience but mm. I felt like with the, with the For Your Eyes Only album it felt like he just it weren't there like that See, extra, I, I, just I, that I, extra percent that J. Cole always brings that made you sort of I sit thought up. Free Rise Only was more personal especially when he dropped in the bit where he was like and 100% it's subjective and it's people's yeah, opinion of course, it's just yeah. how, and that's just how the album landed at the time and it could have been something as simple as how I was like, at that time I remember when I was listening to it it was like there's the line of like um, if you're hearing this it's because you're basically dad is but your dad has passed it's like along the lines of uh, I just want to let you know that he loved you and stuff like that yeah. and so maybe like, it's like it's probably more like, like an introspective album yeah just never, and then, maybe one in the right mind frame I, like I swear when I, when I was reading about it it was kind of along the lines of um, he was talking about a, I'm not sure if the friend was made up but then like a deja vu it was yeah. like this is the friend when he met the wife in a club and stuff like that um, I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to have to do a lot more research before <laughs> we'll, I come onto these shows. We'll come onto the. Well, maybe. But, we'll, but we're we, going to do the J. Cole episode. But we, we can do a J. Cole episode, I'll get prepped up, and then we'll talk about it in more detail. But, um, so if, what, I, if I had to pick a rapper, I'm probably going to go J. I'm going to go J. Cole. Oh, yeah. I think that's a fair oh, show. I've got a lot of time for Like J. Cole and Nate Dogg Nate on Dog a track with. Bubonic, no, Bubonic Hague featuring Nate Dogg and uh, J. Cole. Yeah. yeah I think that's definitely platinum isn't it Plat- oh, gold that- minimum <laughs> <laughs> right anyway Josh what are your next two tracks well, I've only got two play? songs left Jez okay roll so we're going to roll up to our- and I thought do you know what I was I was choosing the order mm. and probably the two most played songs I saved till last and it's purely because they, f- they slap yeah okay what are they um, so the first song is uh, and actually we were talking about the album off air um, Nas has just released a new album Dreamer's Disease I think it dropped last week week before King's Disease King's Disease Dreamer's yeah. Disease who's that yeah, that's, like that's a Stormzy mixtape it's because we were just talking about Dreamer's yeah, it's not Stormzy it's uh, King's Disease it's King's Disease yeah. by Nas um, and we were talking about it. Hitboy produced the whole thing and it's just yeah I feel that's probably one of Nas, probably Nas's strongest album since Distant relatives, I'd mm. say. And again, we were saying what a great album that is. With I feel Dave like Marley. we could probably do a whole podcast yeah. on Distant Relatives because it is as a concept. Because album. If, if I'm honest, I've only listened to the first half of the album, but the reason why is because I can't get past the first album. Is <laughs> because yeah, stuck um, again. I think there's the stuff of uh, there's a song called Blue Benz and there's a su- song called Twenty Seven Summers. And if I ever get a feature in Top Boy, right, where they introduce my They're going to hear this, mate. My intro- introduction music is going to be me pulling up in a blacked out G-Wagon. <laughs> it's going to be 27 summers. G'd up, boy. And then the plot is probably going to be like, I'm going to recover the stolen merchandise <laughs> by myself from a group of 
shady shady characters individuals mate. Yeah, mate. you know that that's that, like i said earlier josh like when i'm in my garden and i've got a low fence and i'm i'm a tall guy so i, I normally have a smoke i've got my hood up and i was just literally bopping to 27 summers and i've got no overlooking garden so everyone's watching me and they're probably <laughs> thinking what fire is this guy listening to one and of your neighbors actually said that you got cerebral palsy to me did they <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh well, I'll be having a word with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I feel like yeah, Nas. I feel like Nas is in the conversation for the greatest of all time. You know, he's definitely in. The oh, no, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, Illmatic. Even the documentary. Um, I think it's time is Illmatic. Yeah, I'm that's yeah. an absolute go-to, especially where I think I've mentioned before where I, I like to know about the kind of socio-political level. And the documentary is about kind of the social conditions that brought up the album. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't watched um, that documentary, literally, like, just Google it. Time is Illmatic. I think it might be on maybe Netflix. If not, probably pirate it. Yeah, just do it. I mean... Just Google it. Use, your, use the dark web. Yeah, if anyone it. contacts me legally, I didn't advise... <laughs> I didn't. I, to they download only know, They this. only know my first name. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so Nas uh, and the song that I chose is I think it was his single that he released actually before I think he dropped it the week before the album Ultra Black yeah it bangs Um, and the final song I I wouldn't say the best till last I don't want to like besmirch Mm. the seven songs that came before but for me the album of the year is Run The Jewels 4 Killer Mike LP um I love. I just love Killer Mike A because he's just a fantastic geezer. Okay, I think you're mo- you're gonna have to educate me on so this. So Killer, Killer Mike and LP are uh, Run the Jewels are uh, like a a two piece duo. Duo. That's duo. We'll go with duo. Um, Killer Mike LP. They're both old ish. Both probably both in their forties. Killer Mike is uh, he like he's an activist as well. He's got a series on Netflix. I'm okay. sure. Um, he recently went viral actually because he did a speech after um, one of the protests went got turned quite violent he come out basically I think he's from Atlanta maybe okay uh, he come out and he basically just tried to keep the peace by giving a speech he went viral yeah and he's just it, Killer Mike is unreal LP is a white dude mm. he's got flows yeah, yeah this album is unbelievable um because I, well, I actually gave it a little listen earlier, and I've I've never heard I've never not heard I've never gave him the chance. And then first of all, this this has such a good old school beat. Yeah. They um, are old school because they're older guys. Whoever came in thing. first with the rapping, he's got really raw flow. Um, I'm sure, LP, for me, and I love, I love Killer Mike. LP is probably the better rapper. Is it? Does he come in first on this track? Maybe. Maybe I can't tell you. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, he's got real good flow. But um, I, I did a little bit of research just try to try and prep myself. And basically, this started off as a, a project. And then out of this project, they actually got um, a nomination for a hip-hop Grammy. Yeah, I'm sure they did maybe Run The Jewels 1 as like a collaboration album between two separate entities. Yeah, so... And it sort uh, of snowballed. Yeah, and that's basically what I read. And now I think it was like they have like 2.6 million followers on Spotify and stuff like that. Um, but you know I actually really enjoyed the song um, like I said I thought it was a real good old school beat 
And D- yeah, DJ Premier on the beat as well. Oh, honestly, the one of the OGs. One of the OGs, of course. <laughs> well, um, he's literally. And then, there, yeah, like the flow was ridiculous from both of them. So, um, it's someone I'm going to try and have to branch out to a little bit more. But as I said, this is what this is all about. It's about my friends coming on and sharing who their favourite artists are. And then, um, hopefully, I can uh, share that with you. Um, but I think this is, you know, this is kind of potentially the last of Jess FM uh, and friends for this specific podcast. Woo! Nearly panicked. I thought I, was, I thought you were calling. No, time no, retiring. no, not 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 for the podcast. Woof. Like I think we're about we're about an hour and thirty two in with uh, with with speech. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play those two tracks by Josh. I mean, if you're enjoying, please like, share, and tweet. Um, as I said, this is going to be available on the Jez FM website. Um, I'm going to try and make it available on Spotify and Apple if I can get the right permissions to play the songs. Um, as always, I appreciate any of you guys who have messaged me, told me about new music. Um, I want to thank my guest for tonight, of Josh, for coming in. Thank you. Um, it's been a great Friday evening. Um, again, lovely discussion. And this is only the second podcast. Um, a big bit of this is just us having a bit of fun, sharing our, sharing what we do know, um, you know, and what we enjoy. And I think we've done that to a good standard. So, um, I mean, Josh, do you, do you have any last words to say? Uh, I just want to say to everyone, support Jez because he deserves it. And thank you. I love that. That's, that's the best sign out. Say no more. Thanks. Well, say no more. You thanks hit- for having me. It's been... Like I know, so honestly, it's been, been a, it's been been a great Friday evening, mates, essentially. And that's, so. that's what we're going to do. Like I say, in the future, we'll get the um, a couple more guests on. We're going to get the audio. You know, we'll get the camera footage set up. Um, I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready for the UK takeover, Jez. I'm telling you now, but, I'm ready. You know, I'll, I'll take touch wood, but my table's glass. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I hope <laughs> you've enjoyed the show. As I said, um, there's more coming, and I'm going to try and do one every single week. So, peace and love. Look after your family, look after your friends, tell your friends you're proud of them. This is Jez signing out of Jez FM and Friends. And this is Josh signing out too. And that was, that was a start, but we'll take it. <laughs> no one noticed. All good. <laughs> right, peace and love. Take care. You're listening to the Jez FM and Friends Late Night Show. The only place for hip-hop discussion and general chit-chat. Download the Jazz FM iPhone app today for all the best hip-hop and R&B. This is the Jazz FM and Friends podcast show. If you're not listening live on Jazz FM radio, the next song will not be available due to licensing and copyright restrictions. To be sure you can enjoy the music that goes along with the show, follow Jazz FM on Instagram to keep up to date with all of Jazz FM's live broadcasts.